Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a place where chasing dreams and chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to break tradition and pursue your own true happiness. Hey y'all, I'm your host, Tina Cudinia, award-winning chocolatier and chocolate mentor to amazing humans worldwide. I've been in the game for 15 plus years now, yo, and I've learned so much from this crazy journey of working and training under literal chocolate masters, running my own successful business, and being married to my master chocolatier husband, Portuguese stud muffin, Bruno Coutinho. This podcast was created to inspire, encourage, and help you become the best dang chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm absolutely here to help you do the dang thing. So take a deep breath, get the mind right, and get ready to listen. You ready, friend? Let's dive in. Hey y'all, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate Podcast. Fair warning, this one is deep. Kind of cuts, but it needed to be said. Anyways, today's episode is going to be talking about triggers and toxic relationships. Ooh la la. So, so funny, Bruno and I, we just finished watching season two of The Bear. If you don't know what The Bear is, I highly suggest you watch it. It is on FX slash Hulu. And there's definitely this heavier focus on relationships this season. I would say it's an overall more calm season compared to season one, but there's these pockets of diving deeper into certain characters, the relationships, which as I was watching it, I couldn't help but see it's mirrored in my own personal relationships as well. And I think that was very intentional, of course, by the creators. And so it reminded me basically that sometimes, you know, the people closest to us, like literal blood and family, could be some of the most toxic for us as well anyone else out there relate yeah show of hands put your hand up yeah so what does this have to do with being a chocolatier well everything if you don't have that support which i think it hit me really hard as i was watching the bear so there's a moment in the show where chef sydney who is carmy's right hand is trying to explain to her dad why she does what she does chef life right Which if you're listening, and if you know, fine dining, restaurant life of chef life, brutal animal. Like, you really need thick skin. You must really love what you do. You must stick to it because it's a tough life. It's a really rough life. I had like an insane bit of experience of that when I lived in New York, and I personally couldn't stick it. So props to everyone who does. Anyways, so Sydney, you know, her dad sees her, and he's trying to help her out because he really doesn't understand why she continues to put herself through what she puts through for this kind of life. So he says, you know, if ever you need it, an uncle or a cousin of his has this job for her waiting at the airport, you know, this quote unquote safe job that wouldn't be so hard to work at and she wouldn't have to go through all this stress and everything that she's going through. And he tells her that he just doesn't want her to basically put all her eggs in one basket in case it doesn't work, in case the restaurant doesn't work, right? And Sydney pauses and then she replies something along the lines of, why can't we put everything into everything? And man, don't many, don't so many of us do that? Like when she said that, I was like, yeah, you know, as someone who is such a dreamer and a believer in dreams coming true, I agree with Sydney. Doesn't mean it's easy. Doesn't mean that it'll work. But when it comes to what I truly want in my life, I give it my freaking all. Like that is for sure, right? And so to bring it back to going after what you want and dealing with toxic relationships in your life who, for lack of a better word, people who just don't get it, like they love you, but they really just don't get it. 
again, for me, again, obviously, this is my own perspective. This is my own experience of being in my own family dynamic, the family I grew up with. Um, but not having that verbal support, you know, that actual true support translated to me in my head as in quotations in my head, I don't think you're going to make it slash you can't really do that, right? It's a very subtle thing. It's a very subtle thing. But the words that you hear or the lack of words that you don't hear rather can affect you. So as an observer, again, of my own family or rather lots of Filipino families, because that's who I grew up with, you know, they praise and support you if it's aligned with what they had in mind for their child, but not 100% fully if it doesn't. Why do I say that? Because I have this from experience. As stark contrast, I happen to have another sibling who is like total opposite of me, went down the traditional path, kind of, with the help of my parents, went down the preferred path that my parents would love to see, and he receives everything. And I mean, literally everything, a house, a business, the fancy car, you know, everything. And the lack of reality or the lack of hard work or the lack of earning that in contrast to me the other kid who busts her ass and puts everything towards what she can and maybe the return is not as big you know I earned it myself the return might not be as big not so much support you know so watching the bear seeing how Carmi grew up with these his own family dynamics of toxicity right and it made me think of how many of us have people in our life who bring us down and maybe not intentionally but they bring us down they don't support your dream the way that you want it and I think that when you are working towards something so important to you like a chocolate dream because I feel like when I say that to me it's so normal but I know that when you speak to certain people, they hear and they're like, wait, what? That's wild. Like you can be a, you can do that. That's amazing. You know, it's like sounds magical and whimsical and all that type of stuff. But with the reality that continuing to work on this, even though the people closest to you don't 100% get it right. And now being an, an adult and, you know, having different perspective on things and realizing how important mental health is because I feel like when you have a family who's you know I I guess if you want to call it like passive toxic or whatever you're kind of like on this tightrope where you're trying to balance going after who you want to be slash pleasing who they want you to be and I found that sometimes the best course of action is simply just to eliminate the tightrope altogether and just stay my own course and if I fall then I fall but at least I fell on my own does that make sense So I know this episode, like I said, it cuts deep, it cuts hard, it's talking about all the things, toxicity, relationships, I'm giving you a little bit of nugget of my own toxic family, but I mean, it doesn't mean I don't love my family, it doesn't mean I don't wish them well, but I think that after years and years of certain things just being unresolved because we don't talk about things, we don't get to the root of issues, I just feel like, you know, when you voice something and it's not heard and seen, you get really exhausted trying to voice it time and time again. It gets very tiring. It's exhausting, right? And I got exhausted. I got really mentally exhausted by this unspoken, passive, toxic relationship that I had in my family. And that's a hard lesson to learn because, again, no ill will towards my blood. But, I mean, you only have one life, right? 
So I'm going to tell you guys something that I heard when I was, you know, starting to go deep into this whole, like I'm resetting my mind. I'm really super focused. I've always been super focused, but I'm especially really focused on the next stage that I'm heading in my life. And I started watching a lot of Alex Hermosi videos. So if you don't know who Alex Hermosi is, he's this massively successful entrepreneur who went from zero to 100 million in just 44 months. And he did this by some extreme behaviors, but he also did it by having these huge mindset shifts. And one thing that he said in particular that really stuck out to me was that he said his dad's dream of him had to die. So his dad had dreamed of him, you know, to follow suit, become a doctor, a lawyer, something like that. Uh, his dad's dream of him had to die in order for his own dream to live. Again, that sounds extreme, but speaking along the lines of why we do the things we do and aren't we all just trying to find our own happy, I think that if you have the courage to truly go after what you want, that you're willing to cut that cord, like literally you're the one who decides to cut it because you know that you need to do you and you need to be your own person and you cannot live for someone else and you'll never be that version for someone else. You have to be authentic to you. I think that when you distance yourself or you do that cutoff, and you recognize that you've outgrown that narrative, that's a good move, right? It's a, it's a hard move, but it's a really good move. So in the bear, bring it all back. In the bear, in the final scenes, Carmi is having a meltdown. And he's trapped inside his walk-in during the opening night of his restaurant. And as he's in there, he's like torturing himself. He keeps thinking of how much he's dropped the ball recently, ever since he got into this new relationship with the love of his life, by the way, right? This girl, Claire, who he's loved since like forever, and they're finally in a relationship. And he says that he didn't need any amusement or joy, and he could just work because the relationship life, like real life, gets in the way. An actual positive relationship that brought him to feel something other than the toxicity he felt growing up got in the way, distracted him, right? But what we discovered through the show is that he dove into his work so much because he grew up, again, in the toxic relationship. Like his mom, who is played by Jamie Lee Curtis, amazing. His mom was a complete shit show, right? Alcoholic, doesn't know how to take care of her kids in the way that they need. Uh, so they grew up with their own sets of problems. And then that goes into affecting how they function as adults in relationships. So again, I know this episode is kind of like all over the place. Why am I saying all this? Because if you chocolatier are still going through some sort of trauma and now as an adult, you realize that it's because of certain things you experienced or were conditioned to believe as a kid into your young adult life. And now that you're older, you've taken some control of your own mental health and your own betterment. There's no exact map on how to fix and clean the wound, right? Other than sometimes recognize that there's always going to be a scar left there. And all you can do is pick yourself up, carry on, and live your life the best that you can. And I would say, take from your own experiences of what you didn't receive or didn't understand and try to relearn how to love in the way you wanted to, how to lead the way you want to be shown, how to live authentically in the way you never could before. Like I said, y'all, this episode is deep and it cuts. I know. <laughs> Hence, it's just an audio because I don't know how I could get all my words out if I hadn't pre-written these words like on a paper. Anyways, triggers and toxic relationships are complicated. We're all doing the best we can. If you happen to be someone who is blood or close in my life, and you happen to listen to this podcast, first of all, if I took a step back from you, it's not personal per se, 
per se. I didn't do it to spite you. I did it because sometimes people grow apart. Sometimes people just need space to step into who they were always meant to be. Sometimes people are in certain chapters and you just want to surround yourself with those who are living their own lives full of truth, authenticity, openness, and love. And you know what I learned, especially this year? I may never be up to someone's expectations. I may never be what you once thought you knew me as before, but I know where I'm going. I know who I want to be. I know that I too cannot be surrounded by any more toxicity and facades that only drain my energy. And you know what I learned through all of this self-learning? That is okay. Ciao. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for joining along and listening. I super duper appreciate it. If you could be so kind, share this podcast with another chocolate friend who may benefit. Becoming a chocolatier has been a dream come true. And these days, I am all about helping other passionate, hardworking folks like yourself step into that next level of chocolate happiness. You can always send me a DM via Instagram at Coutinho Chocolate or join my free Facebook group, Passion to Chalk Biz, to connect with other awesome chocolatiers like yourself. Till next time, my friends, and remember this, you are worthy of the life you dream. That is my mantra for freaking life. You just have to have the courage to keep pursuing it. Here's to doing the dang thing and forever loving what we do. Cheers.